Now, it's been more than 20 years since I read the memoir of Dr. Mickey Pistorius, but I've never forgotten the story of how a former journalist turned psychologist became this country's first ever serial killer profiler. That book was named Catch Me a Killer, and it described some of the major cases she worked on before she walked away suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. Writing that book was actually part of her recovery process. And now she's taken on a new role as a consultant to its TV adaptation, which dropped on Showmax on Monday this week. If you've already had a look, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the show, particularly on those first two episodes, which are so relevant to Cape Tonians with their take on the Station Strangler case. You can send me a WhatsApp to 072-567-1567 if you want to tell us what you thought. For the sake of those who haven't watched any of it yet, let me just whet your appetite with this. There is no such thing as a person who at the age of 35 suddenly changes from perfectly normal to totally evil. FBI criminologist Robert Resler. He's interviewed hundreds of killers in his career, so I trust when he says killers are created. This man is a murderer. A monster, you might say. But he's also an abused child. A bullied teenager. A victimized, angry adult. We all contain shadows of our former selves. We carry them within us. You need to look at a killer and try and see these other selves. Understand them. You look into their soul. You don't catch a killer by simply looking at their most recent act. It's my huge pleasure to welcome to the show the actress whose voice you were just listening to, who plays Mickey Pistorius in the series Catch Me a Killer. Her name is Charlotte Hope, and if you're a Game of Thrones fan like me, you will remember her as the diabolical Miranda, who was Ramsay Snow's cannibalistic playmate in seasons three through five. Uh, If you're a fan of historical fiction, you probably equally remember her uh, for her turn as Catherine of Aragon in the wonderful series The Spanish Princess. And now we get to see her in a South African-made series playing a very South African character. Charlotte, welcome to Cape Talk. It's wonderful to have you on the show today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's a great pleasure. Before we talk about Catch Me a Killer, tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey into acting, because I know you um, you started acting at school, but you went on to study languages at Oxford before you did any formal acting training. Was it always the plan that you were going to end up in this kind of role? Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad it has ended up like this, I think. <laughs> You know, I, I'm such a big geek and I, I did a BA in languages just like Mickey did. So when her story came to me, I was like, oh, wow, like I'm just desperate to get to play this woman. Okay. But um, but yeah, no, I don't like I, I, I just didn't. I, when I was growing up, I didn't know any actors like I didn't know. I thought acting was the best thing ever, but I thought everyone thought it was the best thing ever and that I'd have to get a real job at some point. And so I've been very lucky so far not to have had to get a real job. But um. <laughs> Yeah, no, but playing Mickey was just was absolute heaven because I got to really marry my like really geeky nerdy side and go and like pretend that I could do this extra like psychology degree Hmm. and also get get to act and go on this massive emotional journey in this really incredible TV show. So, yeah, yeah, I feel that. And we're going to talk more about that in just a second. But for the sake of the Game of Thrones fans who number many in our audience, uh, I have to ask, I mean, to get to land a role in a series as epic as Game of Thrones, as I think only your sort of second or third acting job is a remarkable feat. And as you say, how lucky to never have had to have a real job. That is the job that many actors would give their uh, everything to have. How did it happen for you that you ended up in that series? Oh, you know, it's actually really funny because when I... um 
when I auditioned for Game of Thrones, it was only one scene in one episode and it was full nudity. And I remember my agent being like, oh, I don't know if you should do this. Mm. And I was, I, I actually hadn't been, I'd been acting for quite a while then, but I hadn't been doing very well. And I was like, no, I just want to act. I just want to do it. And then kind of amazingly, I ended up with this kind of part that like ran over a few series. So I, it was, it was Honestly, everything I could have dreamed of, everything I dreamed of as a little girl kind of happened. And I got to play this really cool part. And everyone always says to me, like, oh, she was so evil. Yeah. And I, from my perspective, I was always playing it as someone who was just like head over heels in love with Ramsay. Mm. And I was just going to do absolutely anything I could to get my man. And that was my entire focus. And so I never really intended to play it as a like, an, I guess, an evil person. I just played it as someone who was in love and was going to do anything she could. And so yeah, I always find it so when everyone's like, oh, my God, we hated you. I was like, what? No. It's just who's doing it love. <laughs> it strikes me, though, you've kind of done the same thing this time round with Catch Me a Killer because you are again playing a woman pouring herself heart and soul into the pursuit of a goal. It's a very different kind of goal in this case. It's solving a diabolical crimes rather than uh, falling in love with a diabolical man. But it, it, it's a very emotionally demanding role. And it is, I remember from reading Mickey's book, um, she had that wonderful blend of, of immense strength uh, to, to, to do this kind of work, but also immense vulnerability to it. And the emotional toll that it took on her, um, we know, was really heavy. A very, very complex woman. And I know she herself has been a consultant on the series. I'm intrigued to know what it was like for you stepping into her shoes and working with her and how much uh, sort of she gave to you about her personal journey and how much was left to you to develop as the character. I mean, she was amazing. I mean, Mickey is a phenomenal woman, um, a phenomenal psychologist, but also just an incredibly kind and empathetic woman. And so she really held my hand through all of it. And when it got, when the darkness kind of came in, she would come and rescue me whenever it got a bit too hard. Like I remember there was a day on the dunes in that first episode yeah. where, where I find the hand and, you know, and that was, it wasn't just a prop, like that really happened. And it really, I remember that day, it just... I'm kind of like tearing up even as I think about it. Like it just really got under my skin and I, Mickey and I spoke a lot. So we were kind of speaking that night and yeah, you know, like, yeah, she, she, she really, really took a huge amount of care of me and I, I don't think I could have done it without her. So I'm, I'm very grateful to have had the gift of the character as well as the gift of the person yeah. in my life. Because of course it is immensely dark material and it's, it's material that I know, Mickey herself struggled with and Mickey took a lot of criticism for um, when she wrote about this in her book because it is a job that requires you to put yourself into the shoes of a killer and to imagine what their motivation might be and to, to, to have some degree of empathy for them and to recognize that perhaps within uh, the killer there is a victim somewhere inside. And I think a lot of people feel very uncomfortable that they like to be able to say that this is the work of a monster. It's somebody who's not like us at all. It's 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 held at arm's distance. Whereas to have that sense of stepping into their shoes and trying to understand why they would behave in this manner brings a little bit too close to home and too, too close to the imagining that any of us could, under certain circumstances, end up doing diabolical things. Is that something, I mean, you had uh, uh, amazing um, material to work with emotionally and in terms of the depth of the character, but was it difficult for you to make peace with that? 
Oh, um, yeah, of course. It was, you know, the, the subject matter was incredibly dark. And also these were all real people that died and real serial killers. And it happened in quite recent history. Mm. So it was, yeah, it was, de- I mean, it was definitely hard. But they, I mean, Ricky, Mickey writes in her book, like, you know, even in the introduction, she writes, serial killers are not monsters. They are human beings with tortured souls. I will never condone what they do, but I can understand them. Mm. And I think that's the real key is that, it, she's understanding them in order to be able to catch them quicker. That's essentially the the purpose of it. Yeah. And it is possible to have empathy with, but also to condone. Like, there's no world in which she's saying that you know that she's well, there's no no world in which she's condoning their behaviour. But in understanding why they've become like this, what their childhood is, what their history is, then then she's better able to. To stop them and yeah. often they wanted to be stopped themselves they were waiting to be caught and that's something the series i know um explores i've only seen uh, the first episode so far but i know that uh, subsequent um, episodes are going to tackle other cases beyond the station strangler and one of the things you work with is the sort of the clues that were left that some of these killers actually sent to police and sent to media taunting them in one way but as you say perhaps also saying please find me and stop me um so that psychology is fascinating charlotte let's talk about the accent our, our listener vic mailing in to say why why is this a non-south african playing mickey pistorius who was a south african born and raised psychologist now it's very neatly done in the series for those who are wondering um she's asked about her background and charlotte's character simply says i was born in south africa but raised partly in london and paris and it makes the space for a british accent even though she's living and working in pretoria when we meet her was that your decision Charlotte or was it the writer's decision or was it something you came to because the South African accent is a tricky beast to master what was the thinking <laughs> I don't think I mean it, actually it wasn't really my thinking if, mm-hmm. if people say like how did you get the job and I really say like I, I, I you'll have to ask the people that hired me I was just desperate to play her and I'm I'm very grateful that I got the chance but um, but I don't know the machinations of the the whys. But I do know that we really wanted Mickey to feel like an outsider. You know, mm-hmm. she's a she's the only woman in this full male kind of space. And then by having her as as an outsider accent as well, made it feel kind of made her feel more alien. Mm-hmm. And I think helped in order to to yeah, just to create that kind of idea of her as like you know she is a no she was a nomad. She travelled around a lot when she was younger, and having that that. That distance and that kind of that loner quality, I think, really helped helped the character. I was desperate to try out South African accent. <laughs> <laughs> Probably it was safer. Oh, you know, we, we're very judgmental of those who try and get it wrong, Charlotte. So, uh, <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> just for anybody who's coming late to the conversation, joining us via Zoom is Charlotte Hope, who plays the role of Mickey Pistorius, serial killer profiler in the new Showmax series, Catch Me a Killer, which just dropped on Monday this week. And uh, Charlotte, one of your fans from your previous work just mailing me, Sam said, Oh my goodness, I so loved her series, The Spanish Princess. I will say ditto to that. I thoroughly enjoyed your take as, as Catherine of Aragon. Obviously, very, very different material this time. Uh, but uh, while we've got Sam asking about you, I mean, Catherine of Aragon, that role also, just such a wonderful independent, feisty woman fighting for her place in a society which would have assigned her into one corner uh, and fighting to be more than what, what society expected of her. You seem to seek out these characters who who like to 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 assert themselves in the outsider space. 
I know. I really don't know how it happened at all. Like I, I, I keep getting cast as kind of really strong, strong women, but who also have a complete frailty to them and can collapse at any moment. Mm-hmm. It's a strange niche and really makes my mother, I think, quite disappointed because she hates watching me cry. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but I, I mean, Spanish Princess was a, it was such a gift of a job and like such a powerful, strong, strong woman. And again, also goes on this incredible journey. You know, you start with Catherine when she's 17 and mm. a complete foreigner coming in and so overwhelmed. And over the course of the two series, she goes, th- you know, goes through incredible grief and incredible loss and yeah. hardship and yet still maintains her resilience. And in that sense, you know, her and Mickey are, are kind of two sides of a different coin. And I don't think, I mean, I never approached the characters similarly, but now that we're talking about it, yeah, it, they kind of, they, they make sense next door yeah. to each other, I think. I can't let you go without asking you about the experience of shooting the series here in South Africa. Was it your first visit to our country? It was, and I had honestly the most magical time. I loved South Africa. I loved Cape Town and the people, mostly because of the people. I mean, the country is obviously beautiful, but truthfully, I was mostly kind of in the back of the car. So I saw a lot of it from the window. Um, But the people that I met were some, I mean, I think South Africa famously have some of the best, has the best crew in the world. Um, And it was certainly my experience. And I like the actors that I worked alongside, Donna Cormac Thompson, who played my assistant, who's now my best friend. I think I saw from her first audition, she was the most phenomenal talent and the kindest woman and she really held my hand all the way through but I mean everyone like every serial killer that came in like all, all of those actors like just were so phenomenal like Kahiso Capers in the first episode I just like blew my mind and every single one has that came in was so talented and I was so inspired because every every kind of couple of weeks a new cohort of actors would come in yeah. and I just thought they were phenomenal but but yeah so like I mean this it was a magical magical job in terms of the gift of the role but it was also a really hard job because you know Mickey looks you have you have to Mickey talks about you know you when you look at the abyss the abyss looks back at you yeah. and certainly as an actor I I I wanted to to honor the kind of the darkness of the journey that she goes on but I couldn't have done it without the people surrounding me like the whole the whole crew were phenomenal like you know, Dino and Fahima, and I, I don't want to call out too many people because then I'll, there'll be people that I don't. But, but I, yeah, I really, I, 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 I couldn't speak more highly of the South African cast and crew. I love them all so much, and I miss them. That's absolutely amazing for us to hear. And as a side note, it's so wonderful. You get such a thrill as a South African watching this series to see the quality of the production and to see. Uh, you know, our places and our people showcased on a platform like this is fantastic. I can't wait to go back and watch the rest of the series. I'm sort of saving it as a treat for myself to binge over the weekend. Charlotte, final question then is where to next for you? Are you already busy on the next big project or do you know yet what the next role is going to be? I mean, truthfully, I'm really, really hoping that we get to do another season of this. I yeah. would just absolutely love to come back and do it again and and work with all these people again and tell this story again. So I'm I'm crossing my fingers that people like it enough to want us to do it again. I will join you in crossing fingers on that one and say, if you do come back again, please try and come into studio and continue the conversation with us then. But thank you so much for making time to chat to us on the show today. And congratulations on uh, what looks to be a fantastic series that South African audiences are going to be incredibly proud of. Thank you so much for chatting to us today, Charlotte Hope. Thank you so much. I really appreciated it. 
Catch Me a Killer is airing on Showmax. It is, by the way, a co-production with the German company Night Train Media. Uh, Ten episodes in total. And as you've heard Charlotte reference in that interview, they cover a series of different um, serial killer investigations, which Mickey Pistorius consulted on. So starting with the Station Strangler case in the first two episodes, and then we'll move on uh, to others thereafter. So, yeah, as I said, I saw the first episode last night, thoroughly enjoyed it, definitely going back to watch the rest of it. And if you've already seen some of it or perhaps all of it that's available, give us a WhatsApp and let us know what you thought.